Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 80 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Galatians chapter 1 today and our focus is on staying true to the good news of the Bible and not adding or subtracting or warping it in any way. So this is a daily 10-minute podcast where we dig into the truth of God's Word one chapter at a time. Thank you for listening. We would appreciate it if you share the show with your friends and neighbors and social media cohorts. And if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or other mediums. In 1937, a medical disaster happened. A company called S.E. Massengill had an idea. They took a medicine that was quite effective, sulfonalamide, which is a uh, sulfa antibiotic, and they combined it with a liquid base to make an elixir, a drinkable antibiotic in elixir form that they called elixir sulfonilamide. Elixirs were all the rage in the 30s. Unfortunately, they took a good and effective antibiotic and combined it with a deadly chemical called diethylene glycol or DEG, in order to make this elixir. Now, if you aren't familiar with diethylene glycol, that's okay, because this isn't a chemical podcast, but it is an odorless and slightly sweet-tasting formula and a deadly poison, quite similar to antifreeze in its chemical makeup. Sadly, at least 100 or more people died from taking this adulterated medicine. Not from the good and beneficial antibiotic, of course, but from the added deadly poison. It was an example of subtraction by addition, a deadly practice in pharmacology and an even deadlier practice in theology. The letter of Galatians is addressed to a church that was hit by a wave of false teaching. On the surface, much like elixir sulfonilamide, this false teaching didn't seem to be particularly deadly. It basically took a good thing, the good news of Jesus, salvation by grace through faith, and added circumcision as a necessary ingredient. No big deal, right? Except, actually, it's a massively huge deal. In the same way that adding diethylene glycol to sulfonilamide created an entirely different and deadly compound, adding anything to the gospel of Jesus creates an entirely different gospel, a deadly one. You can see how serious this is from our verses of the day, Galatians 1, 8 through 9, where Paul says, But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we've already preached to you, a curse be on him. As we have said before, I now say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, a curse be on him. Paul says this twice. If anybody, even an angel, proclaims a different gospel or adds to the gospel or warps it, then they are accursed. That's a big statement, a big deal. Well, let's read the passage, then we'll get some great insight on this from Pastor Tim Keller. Galatians chapter 1, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Paul, an apostle, not from men or by men, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers who are with me. To the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I am amazed that you are so quickly turning away from him who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another gospel, but there are some who are troubling you 
and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, a curse be on him. As we've said before, I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, a curse be on him. For am I trying to persuade people or God? Or am I striving to please people? If I were trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. For I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel preached by me is not of human origin. For I did not receive it from a human source, and I was not taught it, but it came by a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard about my former way of life in Judaism. I intensely persecuted God's church and tried to destroy it. I advanced in Judaism beyond many contemporaries among my people because I was extremely zealous for the traditions of my ancestors. But when God, who from my mother's womb set me apart and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I could preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with anyone. I did not go up to Jerusalem to those who had become apostles before me. Instead, I went to Arabia and came back to Damascus. Then, after three years, I did go up to Jerusalem to get to know Cephas, and I stayed with him fifteen days. But I didn't see any of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. I declare in the sight of God, I am not lying in what I write to you. Afterward, I went to the regions of Syria and Cilicia, I remain personally unknown to the Judean churches that are in Christ. They simply kept hearing, He who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith he once tried to destroy. And they glorified God because of me. Well, let's turn to Pastor Tim Keller and find out why it's such a big deal to not have a different good news or add to the good news. Pastor Keller says, This is the most startling place, Galatians 1, anywhere in the Bible that says your experience, your feelings, and your sense of what God is telling you mean nothing. If an angel came down and appeared and all of you saw it, somebody called up Fox News or CBS, if they all came and took pictures of the angel and everybody saw it, the angel sat down and people interviewed it. If people did things like try to stab it and of course just pull the knife out or it went right through and things like that, And we knew this is an angel. We have an angel. Everybody knows it's an angel. And the angel says, I want to be your pastor. Here's what I would suggest, according to Paul. Ask the angel if what it believes about salvation, justification, and sanctification. And Paul says, if he messes that up, pick him up by the seat of his ethereal pants and throw him out. Your experience means nothing if it doesn't have the Bible's gospel. It doesn't matter if you've heard voices. It doesn't matter if you've had visions. It doesn't matter if you've had dreams. It doesn't matter what your feelings say. None of that stuff matters. Your experience does not judge the gospel. The gospel judges the experience. And as we said, it's because it's fruitless to say, God told me this and somebody else says, well, God didn't tell me that. Now, what are we going to do? It's over. But Paul doesn't just say, if an angel from heaven tells you something other than what I've told you, cast him out. He also says, if I do that, which he's talking about himself. He says, if we, and maybe he's talking about the whole apostolic group he's with. It's possible. He says, if I, if we come and tell you something different than what I've already told you, throw me out. This is of an astounding thing, because in many independent churches, the church leaders are the one who's or the ones who say 
Don't question me. I'm God's emissary for you. God has anointed me. You must listen to me. Of course, we have entire denominations, says Pastor Keller, and entire churches that believe church tradition is the thing that is the final authority. Think about Paul. He has a very very high office. He's not just a bishop. He's not just an archbishop. He's not merely an ordained minister. He's an apostle. And he says, it's not so much me as an apostle, but it's the apostolic revelation. I heard something from Jesus Christ's own lips. I checked it out with the other apostles. It's exactly what he told them in the 40 days after his resurrection. Therefore, this is the gospel. And if I change my mind, throw me out. If I differ from this, throw me out. What he's trying to say is church leadership or hierarchy. No, you can't say what really matters is what the church authoritatively says. No, the gospel judges the church. The church does not judge the gospel. The gospel judges your experience, your feelings, your thoughts. The experience doesn't judge the gospel. So what is the good news? What the Bible says has to judge the leaders and it has to judge your experience. It's the only thing you can be sure of. In other words, what Paul is telling us and what Pastor Keller is trying to explain to us is that we must not distort or add to the gospel in the Bible. Even if you feel like something is different, even if you're a pastor, even if you're a podcaster, even if somebody who seems very smart and snappy Even if somebody who pleads with you in tears, even if an angel from heaven says something different is the gospel or adds to the gospel somehow, some way, we stick to what the word of God says, the Bible. That is faithful. That is true. We don't add to it, warp it, or subtract from it. Well, let's close out with our verse for the month of March, Hebrews 7.25. Therefore, Jesus is able to save completely those who come to God through him since he always lives to intercede for them. A great truth to think about on this Lord's Day. May the Lord bless you and keep you, friends. Good day to you and Godspeed.